What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, ready to talk about some sex? Oh, wait. We're not recording. Oh, wait. We are recording. Oh, wait. We have no idea what's happening. No, I got it. Got Professional. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sex talk. Yeah. You just got off the phone. Yeah. You look bummed out. I'm bummed out. What's up? What's up with your puss? It's not good. It's not okay. Actually, it's really not okay. I, um, I've been, uh... This will be my third round of antibiotics in the last year uh, for BV. Oh, wow. And um, I, I feel like I've tried all the things. I've read lots of like medical um, articles about it. I've scoured the internet for all the information there is about like vaginal health and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, basically uh, anything that upsets your vagina's pH can fuck with it. So like your own period and uh semen uh but also condoms and also like water 
if it gets inside of you or if you wear tampons for too long or pads for too long or if you wear tampons or pads at all or if you don't wash your laundry hot enough or whatever and so yeah i'm feeling i just like i got that call and i went right back to bed um so and i laid there and i strategized and i'm like this is what i'm gonna do this is really hard because i teach hot yoga i I teach yoga the the I was wondering if a hot yoga had something to do with it. Well, it does say what I'm reading is like, you know, no tight clothing, no like certainly no tight underwear, and definitely like cotton underwear, and no but no leggings, no tights, no tight jeans, like nothing that can potentially restrict airflow. But I just feel at this point like we're just all trying to do anything i talked to the doctor too and i was like what do i do here because this will be the third time and she was like yeah well let's just try this one and then we'll see what happens and right so for the listeners who might be new to the show Mm -hmm. um we've talked about this kind of at length in a number of episodes previous but uh what does bv stand for again bacterial vaginosis which is basically one of the three most common uh bacterial or most common infections that you can get vaginally it's not sexually transmitted men can't get it obviously um and it is like characterized by like a change so discharge is normal from a vagina it's the way your vagina like self-lubricates and cleans itself and la 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 um but like healthy discharge is white and um, you know thin, and then <laughs> we and were then... we were <laughs> just, just this, this reminded me of we were in New Brunswick uh, last week. Me and Brian and Taylor for we had a sick boy appearance at University of New Brunswick in Fredericton, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, <laughs> Taylor. Taylor pointed, there was this young girl on the campus running and she, and you could see like really clearly her underwear line Mm -hmm. in her, and she was wearing like really tight spandex. And Taylor was like, dude, what, what is with that? Why, why do girls wear underwear under their spandex? And because he was saying, I I never, like, I never wear underwear under, it's so uncomfortable. And my immediate response was, I, I think it's because she just doesn't want to get pussy juice all over her spandex. Mm. And he was like, is that it? And I was like, I, I, I actually don't know. But I think, like, I guess, like, vaginas just kind of seep. They just, like, fluid comes out of them. And, and it was, like, such a, like guy moment of like us sitting in the car trying to like knocking your heads together (laughs) um yeah yeah well i can tell you that my uh workout gear situation is definitely gonna have to change which is a little heartbreaking for me because in the 11 years that i've been teaching yoga i've probably spent like maximum 300 bucks on yoga clothes because yeah. i just like it you know People i just give it to you give hand it to me, me downs, yeah lost and, and found. yeah i lost and found maybe that's why i have bb um <laughs> <laughs> no but the, yeah so this is super frustrating i mean part of me plus i i tested negative for it in august but when i went back to see uh my doctor who's in now our regular doctors on sabbatical so this doctor's in and she was like yeah i was looking at that on the computer here and it it said inconclusive it didn't say negative it said inconclusive so you probably had it still had it since anyway so you got this 
regular white discharge is normal. BV has like, it's like a gray color. And then there's like um, associated smell. People always call it like a, a fishy smell, but like it can also change based on your hormone or hormonal cycle. So like I can be almost like nothing, uh, almost like indetectable by the nose um, in like one week. And then like it crazy really intense. intense. So I don't know. I uh, you ever smell it while you're wearing your clothes? I can, I can, I will change my clothes in the middle of the day. That's not that has been my life for the last year. Wow, Man, it's, so I feel intense. like it's like ruining my clothing. Yeah, and um, on top of that, like vaginas are just so. I was hoping this is going to sound really weird, but um, for the first time last year um i had an irregular pap test and it was like a low-grade cell change and which means that um you have to go back in six months as opposed to like two years and so i went back six months and it tested again so now i have to go and get that checked out but i was kind of hoping like oh this is like i'm being treated for bv but it's a different thing and i'll find that out when i finally get to the gynecologist no you just have hpv you just you just ended up getting hpv well that is also very possible but the, but then then i'm fucking pissed because i did this like gardasil vaccine oh, a couple right. of years so, ago so maybe you don't then. so maybe i don't but yeah. if but i have it's i have something yeah. i have something that's like obviously enough to go and get checked out by a gynecologist so i checked my my checked with my doctor today when she called me about the bv thing and i was like yeah i haven't got a call yet from the the gyno and she's like yeah it could take a month or so right and i just feel like my i literally feel like my insides are dying right fuck pussies what the fuck what the fuck pussies it's like i'm trying to think of the worst like the weirdest craziest like scariest shit that's happened with my dick over the last like decade and man i had a i had a real bad zit underneath like on the shaft on the bottom part of my shaft once and it hurt (laughs) (laughs) and it went away in like three days yeah i don't know like that's the only thing i can fucking think of it's different or like um i had a catheter pulled out of my dick like a couple weeks ago that sucked yeah but like, man, it's so easy with a dick. Yeah. It really is. They're kind of far away from the rest of your body. Yeah, so it's like, just like away from all the shit. If it's giving you problems, you could just cut it off. Yeah, and razor free. burn. That's my biggest issue is razor burn <laughs> on my balls. Wow. Yeah. You could be using some like baby oil or something. I really should just get into the, the waxing thing. Well, you've been, yeah. What happened with that? Just well, I just kind of thought it, it was, it was, um, it was a money thing. It was a money thing. It was like, I was kind of strapped with cash for a little bit. Here's the other fucking thing that I'm worried about. About your BV? Yeah. I, I was looking it up and they're like, here are some things that can like aggravate your pH level of your vagina. And one of them was getting tattoos on or near there. And it's the point of the article. Yeah, was that's saying, right. Cause you've been getting a giant sleeve on your pussy. Yeah. That work that, oh, yeah, that pussy sleeve. That you've been working on for the yeah. last couple of years. It's just my inner thighs. <laughs> yeah. And it's and all your be, pelvis it's bone. It's the plant from Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feed me. Yeah, um, Venus flytrap. <laughs> um, but no, but the laser hair removal. <clears throat> oh. That I was oh, having. Right. Because I don't know if there's probably no like long term. Um, research. Done on that. Yeah. And I can't imagine that that doesn't 
fuck up your insides in some way. But they're not shooting it into your vagina. No, but they're shooting, I mean, lasers. Yeah, I guess around your vagina. And in. I don't know, babe. And around. Lasers are good. Lasers are good things. We need more lasers in our life. I don't think lasers are are the reason Maybe for if I put my... bacterial vaginosis. I, I, lasers and back lasers kill bacteria. But exactly, but BV, they kill bad bacteria. But they and could they, also they kill the good, the good bacteria. <laughs> no, no. They could because that's what happens Not with, lasers. with BV. Is like the, there's a decline in your good Listen, bacteria. If we are going to travel space, if we are going I'm to have going lightsabers, to if Not... we are going to have. Um, you know, like space, uh, space wars. We need lasers. So the world hasn't off, been the same since my lay off the lasers. No. Lay off the lasers. Um, <sighs> well, that sucks, babe. I'm, I I feel for you. Um, Thanks. It sucks. It yeah. fucking sucks. Like be like being unwell sucks. Yeah. It's the it's you have fucking, a whole business about it that's, yeah that's right about that's it. right um yeah and i was even like remembering becca's story about the tampon right i was like i can you just like i said this is my doctor she's doing my papa like can you just like i don't know what you got to do to like really check all the corners up there but like can you make sure <laughs> that there's nothing foreign up there can you do what that resident surgeon did to jeremy's asshole with with her <laughs> just finger just do the swipe, swipe it, around. it around up and down yeah can you touch my prostate from my the inside of my vagina yeah yeah do you have a prostate uh I don't do think guys so. only have prostates i think so yeah i guess so because we're the only ones that get prostate exams yeah how do you guys how do you how did you get away with not having a prostate uh is that is that part of my um, i bet genitalia like i bet uh, this is i can i just totally we're, we're make fucking something idiots up? yeah no, okay. I, I, it's okay. I bet it's got a lot of similarities uh in utero to the whatever the tech the actual scientific term for g-spot is oh uh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. on a different side yeah. of the body, but yeah, it's you, still the same region. Milking your prostate produces a pretty intense. There you go. Uh, orgasm. And we were just talking about in the episode we we're releasing uh, today about how um, squirting. Oh yeah. Probably is like a mixture of fluid that is like yeah. lubrication plus urine and blah blah. Today's blah. episode is really funny uh, because should, should I leave us? Uh, yeah, no, leave no, it. Okay, there's a little. I was almost. Uh, I almost gave Ooh, a little spoiler zip, alert. Zip, almost zip, spoiled it. Uh, but uh, it's there's a there's a little stop story. It. You can't help yourself. <laughs> no, I won't say anything. You can't. There's a little story a little later Sh- in the conversation. You're saying it. You're saying it right that's, now. That's uh, you can, you're just talking about <laughs> I'm it. I'm not going to say anything important. This is like when you try to do spoiler alerts to Ted about any TV show. And he's like, no, literally, <sighs> Our brother-in-law. do not say yeah. one single word. See, but all I want to say in those no. moments is like... It's really good. Yeah, and he's like, like, "That's enough." It's gonna blow your mind. No, or, I don't want. I don't want to go in with that kind of expectation. Oh, I fucking hate that. Whatever, just <laughs> take it. Just take it. That's why movie reviews exist. That's why, you know, it's like you want to. It's non consensual spoiling. It's I, yeah, I guess. So. I guess <laughs> there's no consent there. You're right. Uh, that's uh, there's a me. decided lack of consent. Actually, <laughs> yeah. when someone is saying, don't "No, yeah. say yeah. a single thing, yeah. not a syllable, not a vowel." <laughs> Yeah, it's too hard for me, though. I know. <laughs> I know it is. I want to continue saying what I was saying. No. It was a really great story near the end of the... <laughs> now they don't need to listen. 
All right, let's hit the brain boner for okay. the day. Uh, all right, so this, I hope it's okay to say your name. doesn't say not to. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Just use a first name. Yeah, that's all I got. Uh, 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 emails from Mel. Hey, turn me on team. What's the deal with crying and orgasms? Sometimes I cry uncontrollably a bit during or after a big one. It's even happened when I'm alone, but just twice. It's only ever happened when I've been penetrated vaginally, never just from external slash clit stimulation. Uh, love the podcast so far. Keep it up. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> Becca's big on that, eh? Crying? She likes to have a good cry. Yeah, she's like, she'll, not every time, not every single time, but a lot of times we've uh, engaged in coitus and from... That's probably why she's crying because you're calling it that. I love making coitus. That's that's why when, we're, when I'm about Ooh. to come, I'm like, I'm going to come from this coitus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming from coitus. Is that how you, a sassy text? Yeah. Would you like some, I'm yeah. looking forward to coitusing. Can't wait for some coitus. Um, no, when we, from, from um, vaginal penetration, she'll come. And generally it's when, it's when she has a, a more intense orgasm. She'll she'll end up like curling up into a ball and like crying. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time it happened, I was like, Ooh, oh. <laughs> hashed up some, yeah. some old drama, I think. Yeah. And she's like, no, this is just what I do. I well, just cry when I come. so when you orgasm, there's a rush of oxytocin through your body. What's and oxytocin? Oxytocin is like a happiness, a naturally occurring happiness drug. Um, that it's a uh, hormone, I believe, right? Hormone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it can be released, I think, during any sort of exercise, yep. right? Like, yep. um, and it's a pair bonding hormone. So it makes you feel more attached to, um, 
It's like a it's like a it's like a love love drug, love hormone. And isn't it only uh, this could be wrong? Don't don't take this with a fucking huge grain of salt. But uh, don't only women produce oxytocin, particularly it, after orgasming? I don't know. I feel like there is like like women are more apt to produce that like that um, pair bonding, right? After orgasm, I wrote a maybe, maybe like that's a wrong though. spoken word poem one time about how uh, how uh, friendly touch can release this uh, drug and what it what its importance in society for like feeling connected to people and um, feeling safe and secure and like sharing moments and stuff like that. So uh, I think also um, something that's coming to mind too is like. In theater school, I remember talking about how laughing and crying are so closely related mm. that like it's so easy. You know when you're laughing so hard and then you can have a moment and then you're just like you're crying. Tears are coming out. Dude, that 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 has been me since I got out of the hospital. Right. I'm just like constantly laughing or crying. Yeah. And they're connected. So it's really easy mm. to go from one into the, the other. other. Yeah, right. And so it's just like <clears throat> an emotional overwhelm, mm-hmm. I think. Um, is that common? Because I was thinking about that the other day. Like I was, someone said a joke. It was like maybe on a podcast or or maybe I watched, I was watching a Netflix series and there was a joke said and I started laughing and in my laughter, I, I immediately started crying because I've just been super emotional since the, the whole surgery and everything, which I can't put my finger on. I don't know why, but... I just am. I guess it was just it was just a lot, like overwhelming, sort of sensory overload. But I so so this thing happened. Not sad. It's like a really just good funny joke, mm-hmm. and I start laughing at it, and then I start laughing, and the laughing immediately turns into legit. Like got to hold back tears, crying. Yeah. And in my head, I was going, "Why am I doing this? Like what?" Am I laughing? Am I crying because I'm so proud of the joke? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm so like... I'm sad I didn't write it myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I couldn't, I couldn't, I and I forgot about this thing that they were saying in, in theater school about how laughing and crying are so closely connected, but um, also, is that common? Like do other people do that? I think so. I think so. I mean, think about people who like <laughs> cry when they're so happy and it's just like I an do emotional. Yeah. And like you see little kids like just overcome with yeah. emotion and, you know, and they get a puppy for Christmas or, or something. Or going to Disneyland or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. And, and actually what that reminds me of, we're just going down a little rabbit hole uh, here is I remember asking my osteopath one time why I felt so emotional when I was laying on my belly and she didn't really get into it but she started she did you know she was talking about the diaphragm the bottom of your lungs which is like you know so key for having a rich deep breath and also like your your abdominals being you know like kind of a little suit of armor for your organs and your abdomen there's a vulnerability that's associated Mm. with like releasing there Mm -hmm. and sure when you have like a deep um uh when you physical release yeah and which an orgasm is and you know you're talking about penetration so something's been inside you and that's like a very that's a very bonding experience Mm -hmm. for people and then you have this emotional release then i think i would say go for it it's really healthy um i think 
I would imagine that some partners might need some reassurance that you're okay and that it's maybe not, and maybe it is associated to some kind of um, uh, psychology, mm-hmm. like if there is any kind of trauma or anything like that, I'm sure that can also be a cause. Yeah, But if maybe. you feel like, if it feels good, um, then I, I would I just... Think, I think you hit it right on the head. Like it's a, it's a huge release. It's like orgasming is a massive physical release. And for some people during those releases, just tears flow. When I get my diaphragm released, I cannot help but but turn into like a weeping, sobbing mess. It's a very tender and vulnerable part of your your anatomy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I never... uh, when I read that email when it came in, I was like, geez, I don't know. But now that we've kind of talked about it, it's, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And whether or not that's the truth, I don't fucking care. <laughs> doesn't matter doesn't because matter it to me. makes sense to us. <laughs> that's right. And doesn't hurt anybody, I think. <clears throat> uh, so, Mel, I hope that uh, helps. And uh, anybody else out there who's finding that, uh, you know, coming is making you just a big old baby. And you're, yeah. mess. Well, now, now you understand. And just give your partner a heads up. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to cry a lot when you make me come. <laughs> I bet. I mean, maybe you can whisper that yeah. in a dirty way. Make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> make me cry from the coitus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I uh, hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Uh, it's, uh, it's a fun one. We just get to shoot the shit with uh, our friend Kate about sex. What's, what's making her wet these days? What... Uh, what her sexual history was like, um, a whole bunch of fun stuff. And again, there's a really great story near the end. So. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see you guys on the other side. Some I'll people... probably just need some wine to actually listen to <laughs> oh, yeah. the finished product. Yeah, there you go. Cool. Sweet. <laughs> that's me every day. Can you actually turn my headphones down? Down, yeah. Very loud. I, can, uh, I think that's you there. Okay. Yeah, that's way better. Um. So yeah, Kate, you are. Uh, you you do a lot of like Cirque performance, and uh, uh, you started off as a contortionist, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was actually I did like rhythmic gymnastics when I was younger, which was like hyper-flexible balls and ribbons and woo and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, Is that like then, the thing where they they have a big ring? It's like, like a big a big mat? And like, it's you, like take, you take a big like red ball and throw it in the air and like bend backwards and catch it and... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. It's Yeah, it's like the same regular gymnastics like square mat that people would use for tumbling, mm. except no bounce and more like carpet burn. Yeah, right. And bending. Yeah. That that type of performance always blew my mind. Is that an Olympic sport? Uh, yeah. 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 The ball, the ball one. Oh man, yeah. It's, it's so crazy. crazy. Um, and like, where we're from, Canada, like we can do really good, but like the Russians and the Ukrainians just. It's because they're all doped up, though. They well, no. It's because it's because it's because of the drugs. <laughs> or they or they like remove some ribs or something. Have you seen? Uh, have you heard of in, uh, uh, Icarus? 
uh, context? It's it's a documentary. Okay. No. Um, it's a documentary that came out on Netflix recently, and it's um, it's basically about the. It doesn't start off as a documentary about this. It starts off about a documentary about a guy who decides he's an amateur cyclist and he wants to see how doping can oh, wow. like improve his his ranking. Okay. So he decides I'm gonna I'm gonna like dope, but like yeah. I'm gonna do it as as professionally and legit as I can. I'm gonna try to skirt under the radar so I don't get caught. But then the documentary turns into based on the people that he starts talking to. Yeah. He starts talking to people within the like industry of of doping and the doping agencies and stuff like that. And they start leading him to this Russian dude. And then the whole thing comes out that it turns out that Russia as a country yeah. had a fully state sponsored doping like <laughs> regiment. So everybody in the Olympics from Russia, they're every single like athlete, on the same shit. they're all doping. Wow. I mean, like if you want to win, I don't know. If you want to win, you got to dope. Yeah. You, know, you got to get on that dope. Like, yeah, but the whole thing with the, like, the cycling with Lance Armstrong. No, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like it was like everybody was on, like they found somebody who was like a hundred down from the top. And yeah. Like, he go, wasn't doping. Yeah. He was something. like, I wasn't. And yeah. they were like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, no, that's tricky. So you've been a performer most of your life. Yeah. Most of your adult life yeah yeah i basically quit gymnastics and i found circus and i was like wait whoa i can get paid money and not cry at competitions and like emote more and create my own pieces for for money mm. yeah sign me up yeah right like immediately how so. old were you when that uh, transition happened like 13 okay perfect. yeah i went to canada games and then i was like fuck this right. everyone's anorexic and i just quit whoa it was yeah, yeah. it seems like it'd be a really high oh. pressure yeah. situation and i was going to ask you if you had when you said you really liked um or that you participate a lot in physical theater i was wondering if yeah. uh if you had a dance background yeah my mom's a dance teacher actually. Oh, okay yeah. oh, cool. there's a lot of freaks in uh in circus performance correct what's up with that <laughs> it's like okay because I, I have to say this i mean like, i guess on like what scale yeah, are what you talking about yeah okay but so like, so <laughs> so yeah i guess you could take that on the spectrum <clears throat> one of two different ways are? i don't yeah. know <laughs> no but what i mean by that is that <clears throat> since we started doing this podcast we started uh being introduced oh, to see. a lot okay, of people in particular that. in the kink community here in halifax because right. all the kinksters want to like talk about what they're into and and so uh, we meet these people and we're talking to them. And the next thing I'm I, like, I'm starting to piece together, like, wait a minute, like almost, almost <laughs> all of the kink related episodes we've done are people who are like somewhat involved in like circus yeah. performance. I, I feel that's like so closely related to like masochistic tendencies too. Like, yeah. What's so, I feel what like is up with there's that? some kind of like level of like, um, uh, I don't even know, like pain equals pleasure equals, I don't know, like training circus is literally painful. Like I'm going to get like cuts and scrapes and bruises all the time, but. Right. Because uh, it's just, it's just rough, like yeah. rough physical training. Like Yeah. So I don't know if you're like, you're demanding a lot if of If you're your into body. bondage or if you're into like spanking or like it's, it's like self, not like self harm for pleasure. I don't know. It's all, mm. part of, it's like all part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. you talk about what a circus performing generally looks like for people who have who, who are kind of trying to wrap their heads right around that. i started out as a contortionist so like extreme back bending and extreme splits and uh are you still that uh able to do those things because i know your bones right. 
change as you age and particularly like young people are are involved in gymnastics and more bendy and 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 but that can grow out of them basically like you your bones fuse in a particular way yeah totally and the the big thing with the bone fusing too is like um like your growth plates um if you are like i learned to be bendy like very early also like genetically i am on the hypermobility spectrum okay so i have like predisposition to like already being able to do the splits but then you know russian coaches like sitting on you until you cry yeah for like so every day crazy yeah it it's was so like wild. lots of people you know they asked me they're like oh i'd love to be flexible like you and i was like okay let's fill up a pool full of your tears Ooh, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and right. then we can get there and they're like oh you're so naturally talented i'm like no close (laughs) here's a question that i have i know that like so growing up i um there there's something about like really flexible women that was like a part of and i don't think i'm alone in this uh like that played a major role in my like (laughs) in my like spank bank like fantasy life um i'm wondering if if that is if that is just a thing that me as a male uh, like a you know self-identified straight male kind of thinks about a lot and and is a big part of like m- just my own fantasy or if that is something that had kind of like played a role within your sex life especially like early on oh man meeting I, guys and or, I like or remember gals. from like such an early age before even like knowing like what sex even like constituted of of like little boys in the playground being like she's flexible like can you be my girlfriend but like you know in, like grade <laughs> yeah, three right, right? you're right. like what is it yeah yeah why but are I'm, we like, drawn to that like I don't why like is it... I didn't get it really yet and like I don't think they got it no, either they just um, heard their older siblings yeah. say it or something so, like, yeah. I don't know if that comes from like like, like her ankles her ears I like her yeah there's there's actually oh man and there's definitely some like famous like contortionist porn stars out there too which like there's definitely some imagery out there yeah um, yeah but uh yeah I, I just remember like so early on being like is like okay weird and like i remember definitely like my first boyfriend was like joking around with his friends being like my girlfriend's real flexible and i'm like we haven't even like kissed yet <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you want from me here but um, huh. So yeah, it was like a really weird thing to like grow up like that and kind of like always have this like weird thing hovering over my head. I'm like, okay, like what am, what am I supposed to be doing about this? Mm-hmm. You know? Did you ever use it? Like use my flexibility sexually? Yeah, like yeah, like, like did you ever use it like to... do some splits and like yeah. or yeah, like to <laughs> lure yeah, them like... in? What <laughs> like... I can do, I can put my foot right behind yeah. my head. Yeah, basically, like did you which ever... I actually can't. Ah. I don't bend that way. Oh, yeah. just backwards. I don't rotate got okay got it no yeah. external rotation yeah but just length interesting in, like yeah. butterfly like, really hurts me really <laughs> yeah oh interesting yeah but like your hamstring you could like pull your your like the oh top yeah of your foot to no your i face. can like kneecap to my forehead mm. right but, like eh. but no yeah it's interesting so Ex- did you did you ever use it did you ever use it like as like a, now yes definitely for sure oh yeah okay but, like but not like coming into your own not quite no i don't i don't think i maybe not on purpose hmm I'm sure maybe it like happened at some point, but yeah, I feel like the beginning of um like a sexual relationship as a young woman, there was definitely more like a performance aspect yeah. to it. So yeah. things you can do, mm-hmm. it would be, I would think that that would come into play and be like, well, I can just do this, and it seems to make them happy. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely, I feel like I actually did the opposite a little bit, and I kind of like shied away from it because it was like uh, for some reason for like with like a couple people, it was like almost like a. 
like slut shaming my flexibility or something uh-huh. it was really mm, not okay for a while yeah no especially like before i was even having sex you know what i mean i was like what is, can somebody give me some like books like why does doing the splits help sex mm-hmm. which like now i know does doing but... the splits help sex <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing like um, that's what like... all the yogis coming to my level two class want. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess, like, for sure. I guess if you, if, yeah, I guess, like, if they're, in terms of, like, sexual positions, like, if the guy wants to, like, well, like, like, hoist your knees up by your ears. Have you ever heard this term, spinner? No, what's that? Yeah? Okay, a spinner is, I believe, the term used to describe a woman who is light enough and flexible enough Whoa. that you could... Spit on your cock, <laughs> yeah, like kind of like a spit roast, but without the other end. I guess so. Like yeah. in one motion, like a fidget spinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, she's yeah. my own little fidget spinner. <laughs> yeah. Flick it, flick it. Yeah. She just goes around and around. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think that's physically possible. No, I can walk it, but ah, like what I can't. Do you walk I can't it? like I, no, like crab not, walk not, like it? over, but like I don't know, like spin around, but like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, on a cock, you can. Yeah, yeah, but think like, about it. think about like pulling hold on, your, hold on, cross, hold like, on, hold on. pulling your knees like, like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, no, is this hold on? Right okay, 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 okay. <laughs> is this a move you've done where you walk around I've, the cock? <laughs> you can, I can. So okay, have you done it? Hold can, on, hold on. Yeah, have you does. done it? Have you done it? Yes. So, so you've been just. Sick? Like, I don't know if you're like switching positions. You just don't ever get off. It yeah. Can, like do a full. Yeah. No? Okay. Is yeah. That, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I feel like that's saying. not far. You're off kind of like in a squat position. You. Yeah. I, I yeah. know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's like it's, I don't know, like breakdance windmills. But yeah. Like you're just on a dick. Whoa. That's that's <laughs> that's, a, that's the best description. There's I've heard so of. many people listening to this right now going, I can't do that. Like, <laughs> there's no way I can and, do that. And oh yeah, so I guess that's the other part of it too. Is like I asked like my my current partner, and like I've had you know like a, a few partners, and like. I, I kind of asked him one day, I was like, so, like, is it way better because I'm flexible? Like, is it? And he's like, it's way easier. Like, uh, you can definitely, yeah. like, get, like, and I didn't even realize until, like, the first time that I, like, slept with a girl that, like, some girls can't, like. Open their legs up. Yeah. Wide enough. Yeah. Right. Which is, man, I want to do, like, a whole workshop on just, like, yeah. flexibility for sex or something. Some of those yeah, that's, like, that's a fantastic right? idea. I think that's, yeah. like, a nice little niche. And that would sell big time. People would love right. that. People like sex. Yeah. So yeah. sex sells. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. You could probably run a workshop like that at VNSMV or something, and they would they would eat it right up. You can contact me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I will produce that workshop for sure. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Excellent. Uh, coming back to uh, sex. sex life, I, I like I like the like I, I would like to know kind of early on in your sex life because I know that you have um, and in your application you you were talking about how you don't quite really you don't like to identify as straight or bisexual or or yeah. whatever, um, but you have had uh, you've had your fair share of like uh, uh, sexual encounters with women um, and men. Um, and I'm wondering like, when did the, when did you branch out into exploring things with women? Um, cause I'm assuming starting off in your life, you were, you were mostly like seeing boys and yeah. Yeah. And like, I think that was, um, I like, I feel like I am on like maybe the straighter spectrum of it. I never have like an urge to like date a woman. I have, you know, like sexual urges around at that, but like, I don't know. I'd 
Yeah, I mean, like maybe I haven't read the right person. Yeah, either. yeah, so, like, totally. I don't, that, I don't think that makes you more straight, though. You know, like, so, like maybe that's pansexual. I don't. I'm yeah. just like, I'm quite honestly, I don't. I think I'm you're just really, a little. You will know if I'm having sex with you if I'm having sex with you, and I think that's all that really matters mm. for right. me. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. why do you need to know? Yeah, yeah. Like, mm. but I am curious about this, not the relationship difference, because I was talking with another friend who and I won't mention her name and she dates women right and um, is okay with sex with men but would never want a relationship with a man mm. and right. I was like what's that about and she was like you know when you wake up by yourself and you have a, like a gentle morning mm. that's what waking up next to a woman is like <laughs> but where you wake up to a man and they're like you know grunting, grunting and aggressive and, and loud and, and yeah oh man scratching their balls really so loud that's where like, like that. i feel like i've hit this like really nice middle ground my boyfriend <laughs> is like this like beautiful little fairy pixie he's like shorter than i am he really and is and so he's yeah. like yeah like uh, i like hit both of them same time right like fulfills my woman urges and my male urges he's got a dick but he's real cute and cuddly mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah <laughs> Cool. So really I don't know if I know who your partner is. I you don't have to. I, <laughs> uh, I didn't ask him if I could say his name. I'm just not gonna. Yeah. yeah. So. You. I don't think you'd know him, Bridie. No, probably no. not. Um. So. So when was the first time that you you first like had a relationship or a, a, a sexual like encounter with a woman? Yeah. I like. I don't even know if I can like pinpoint. The, uh, there was definitely like experimentation times as like a young drunk female, um, and then you know like I think at some point I like. I probably got drunk with one of my friends and then I was like, wait a second, I really want to touch you. Right. And it kind of just like went from there. Um, I think I slept with like, um, God, I actually don't even know when. It was definitely like past mm. high school. I was a very late bloomer too. Like I didn't have sex until until like grade 10 or Did you say it was later. Pa- past high school, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah so definitely. Like more like the... 19 20 year old kind of day, yeah years. yeah exactly and it wasn't like i was like repressed it wasn't like i didn't like um like i had lots of friends that were lesbians or you know uh queer on other other levels of that spectrum um but yeah i just it like it didn't like occur to me or it didn't interest me or maybe i just like had a boyfriend that whole time mm. i'm not really sure but i do remember like as a a younger child like watching porn and like specifically like d- i don't care about watching men mm-hmm. fuck women yeah. don't care about it just want to see women, women on women yeah, yeah. Right. like very like attracted to like female genitalia from early on and like was almost like afraid of male genitalia even though i like dated guys first and like mm. i don't even know if that came from like men almost being like a little bit like a uh, abrasive when I was younger with like the whole flexibility thing, like, you know, like right. most women weren't like, hey, like, can I, t-, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, definitely like something to mull over for sure. Mm. But um, yeah. And then, and then, you know, I had a couple like stints where I would like be with the same woman for, you know, like a couple weeks or months, like uh, on or off or continually, um, but never in like a, a relationship sense. And not that I would be like ashamed to date a woman mm-hmm. at all. Just like it's just never really like that's know. just not what it was. Yeah. Also, like unashamedly, like I love dick, so right. I don't want to not. Yeah. Do yeah. That. I don't want to cut myself off. Right. right, right. <laughs> so keep the options wide open. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
something a little bit different. You were saying that you had like uh, you have some skills at uh, at making a mini squirt, <laughs> right? So I actually also like follow up on that. I really love giving to women and receiving from men would mm-hmm. actually be like a better clarification on okay. that. Okay, all right. Um, which like I also love receiving, but just like that's like my big thing, and I like you know kind of talk to my partner about this sometimes and like i would be allowed to if i wanted to or if mm. we like talked about it be able to right because your relationship <laughs> is monogamous yeah 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 it's not yeah i'm in a monogamous relationship right now but also there's like definitely space if i like found a a lady that i would want to be you know yeah. it was like yeah go, go for it right um but yeah i have one of my friends sends me like periodic like yearly messages like remember that time that i squirted can you teach my boyfriend (laughs) like uh, yeah does she mean like remember that time you made me squirt yeah yeah so like i think yeah i think it is i'm just trying to think about this i think it is three people that like you know like i can't squirt i've never squirted and i'm like challenge accepted yeah you know um is there like a go-to technique like i have a go-to technique for parallel parking that literally (laughs) works every time where'd you get that uh, technique i actually made it up myself so you taught me (laughs) you taught me how to parallel park you taught me like the you know the the angles and stuff but now i know and i'll share this with you so you pull up to the car that you're going to park next to and you line up your your front passenger side window with their back window And you're really close and you cut the wheel all the way to the right. And then you look in your side view mirror and you back up until you can see both front wheels of the car behind you. What if there's no car behind you? There's always a car behind you. You're uh, not parallel right. parking if there's no car, Jeremy. Yeah. That's not how it yeah. works. You got, you're fitting sometimes, in between two cars. You you're fitting in between two cars. So you see both wheels in the in your side view mirror, and that's when you make the 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 next whatever the yeah next sure cut it the wheels. other way yeah anyway that okay. works every single time All right. both what? front wheels Kate do you have I a- think it's whatever works for you whatever you need if you need to focus on those back wheels mm-hmm. or whatever yeah um I feel for me a couple of it was like I don't know if I have the genitalia I also like am aware of the geography a little bit better mm-hmm. right unfortunately and I want to like scream this from the rooftops I want men to like look at detailed pictures of vaginas and like know what it is mm-hmm. i'm always shocked when i like have a new partner and i'm like you, you and then they like they think your clip is. is like between your butthole and your vagina yeah like come yeah on. well i guess i mean you got one job i never thought about that but i feel like i guess maybe <laughs> looking at it just probably looks like a bunch of folds I, yeah i mean really also, do you think if you think uh-oh. if you look at a dick versus a vagina dick's pretty simple it's just a tower. Also, like, quite honestly, I don't you know, know, porn, obviously, you're going to see, like, dicks. Like, there's a dick. But, like, vagina's, yeah. like, maybe you'll see it. But also, yeah. a lot of people are so sexually repressed that all of their sexual encounters happen in the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is not conducive to knowing where stuff is. No, That's exactly. That's the point. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, if you can't see it. And, uh, and yeah, if you don't realize, like, you know, because it, it, it can just look like a bunch of folds. There's of skin, an inner you know? life. Yeah. Right. For the vagina. Yeah. yeah. And they all look different too. So like uh-huh. you got to like explore new landscapes and like figure out, yeah. you know, things are smaller and bigger. It, it wasn't until that, um, uh, what, uh, OMG, OMG, yes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I, I looked at that, that I realized that like, you know, the, I, I always just assume that the lip, I, I always, um, uh, sort of equated the lips, the vaginal lips to like my ball sack. Right. In that, you know, 
if I'm if I'm like if someone's blowing me and they like start sucking on my balls, hmm. I've 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 always kind of been like, well, there's not a whole lot going on there. Like, there's not a whole lot of stimulation happening there. For some people, there is. I think. Yeah. Maybe for some people, but for for me, and I know a lot of guys that's like. Like the actual skin of the of the right. ball sack. Yeah, it's yeah. just the, okay, it's like okay, it's okay. like your fucking elbow. Yeah, it's like your weenus. Yeah, exactly. Like, lower it, penis. It's weenus. exactly like that, yeah. right? So I always I was always <laughs> like, oh yeah, I guess the lips are kind of like that. Right. But then watching this OMG, yes, and and listening to women talk about the way that they touch themselves, I was like, whoa, no, there's this whole there's a whole thing going on there that has yeah like that is it's very sensitive. much more complicated and yeah. sensitive than one would th- yeah. maybe think and everybody's wired differently too like it's some people literally feel things differently yeah. like i don't know man like there's a whole thing and this is the other thing too is like the whole you know like squirting doesn't exist like i don't know if you've ever done that but like i don't know i've I, never heard anyone say it doesn't exist I, I've heard well, people okay, like, but yeah. what is people it? Yeah. There's people that think it's pee. There is pee yeah. in it. Yeah. Sure. There, well, yeah, I know. It comes from like, what is it, the skeins gland or something? Or there's a whole bunch of other... I don't know. As far as I know, I mean, maybe we should ask Shauna, our I mean, resident. Yeah. Our like, where does the doctor. cum come from? You I know? would like, love to have a definitive answer, but like, yeah. what is happening? What is squirting? Shauna, if you... I know you're listening, so um, just... Feel free to write in on that. I don't think there is a definitive answer on squirting. Yeah, they know. I know that some of the fluid that's been tested is says that there is urine in it. I definitely believe. Isn't that, that so like, fucked though? But like, I pee so don't... much after it's like shocking. Yeah. I'm like, I, how did I even hydrate enough to like do any of this? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it so fucked that it's 2017, almost 2018, and like how far we've come in the world? Like, there's self-automated driving cars. Like like AI is a real thing <laughs> yeah. that could be like within our lifetime, and well, like we still don't know. A third of the population know. is like throwing a liquid out of their vagina that we just and don't we even just know don't about. know anything about it. Like that's yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> Maybe know? we should design an AI who can figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, that's, there we go. That's coming. Yeah. That's there coming. You go. Um, Literally. So coming back to your technique, did you did you have one technique that you used um, to make the coming the, to make the squirt happen? Yeah, or was I definitely it, I definitely had a partner like early on that like showed me that I could do it and I was like whoa and he could like borderline almost do it against my will like it wasn't like I like submitted to it right. it was just like whoa yeah um which is you know basically just like curling your fingers up and just like pulling and yeah. like pulling and like but like the pressure on the top of uh like your vaginal wall is yeah. like super key and then you can like put your hand on top of their like mm-hmm. cubic bound too but like it's Again, people are all different, so you got to, like, figure out, like, depths and, like, mm. pressures and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, like, pretty pretty much every time I yeah. can, like, make her happen. Can you do it to yourself? No. I, See, okay, so, so okay. This is also, like, a angle. weird thing. I can't actually, um, uh, I can't make myself come, like, at all. Really? I have, like, <laughs> I don't know if this is, like, a problem for other people, but, like, with a vibrator... I can do it. Yeah. Manually, I like get to the point of orgasming and then I kind of get like too twitchy to be able to actually finish myself. Like I kind of, I don't don't even know, like my hand starts shaking too much and I can't actually get to the, woo. Is that like infuriating? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Hitachi is my friend. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I would feel like that would drive 
one insane. Yeah. I, Especially yeah. that you're like, we're teetering, like right on the edge. <laughs> just about to go over, but now no, I'm yeah. like a so, little twitch of my wrist. Thank God for wonderful partners and also uh, vibrators. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's the a point of Never get tired. The energizer funny. Yeah. 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 I've, uh, I've given up. At sometimes, like sometimes, especially if I've had a couple of drinks and I'm like, ooh, in my yeah, bed and I'm trying to get myself off, I'll go at it for like an hour and then just be like, fuck it, I'm going God, to sleep. God, an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, fuck, I man. do that when I'm hungover. Like, mm, if I'm hungover, yeah. that's like my go to. I'm like, okay, I'm going to like make it like a couple hours of this and just like, it probably doesn't actually ever get there though. Holy moly, I drink <laughs> off for like five minutes. <laughs> I'm like, that was good. Yeah. Time to shower. Yeah, you're like I can't feel anything anymore. I give up. <laughs> How do you use your Hitachi? Um, I mean, like sometimes I'll use it like with a dildo, but like do you like do you ever just put like it manual on the dildo and like just have the yeah. dildo vibrating or yeah. like do you? Yeah, do I mean you... you can like switch it back and forth, but mm-hmm. like, um, I yeah, I don't do know. Like Hitachis are wild because they're so <laughs> intense, and they're sometimes really intense. it's really okay, and sometimes it's like too much, like somebody's tickling you, like mm-hmm. you're like zah too much yeah so uh one thing that that so becca just got one and we've been we've used it like a few times and uh and i'm i'm kind of like i'm in that stage where where i'm like is this too much or is it not enough and and she's like man something and she says the same thing it's like sometimes it's fucking way too intense and sometimes i can handle it it's like a weird i don't know like if you get in the right state with like foreplay first or like if you're already like pretty turned on then it's Mm -hmm. okay but if you're going in like if you're going in cold it is not not nice yeah it's a little like too intense well one thing that uh has been kind of neat is is not even like using it on the the vagina at all but Mm -hmm. using it just on like the inner thigh Oh, wow. While, you know, like while having sex or while using a, a you know, a dildo or whatever. Like literally on her thigh? Literally like on the inner thigh, like as far up, oh, wow. up like, like up towards the groin, okay. but not actually touching anything. And it just apparently just brings a, a, a flood of like vibration to yeah. the lower air, like to your pelvis, mm-hmm. but like without that sort of like, um, and I'm assuming it's the feeling of like without that, like. That's driving really right into your clit kind of that is the, like, the, the thing i feel about the dachi it's like almost like this like inner warmness that like happens rather than like i don't know regular little like pocket rockets that are just like right um electrocuting you with yeah. vibration <laughs> but uh no that's interesting too because like i don't know it is like a uh higher blood flow thing so yeah vibration yeah, right. vibration is the best way to get yeah like warmed up in mm-hmm. general mm-hmm. so yeah and she was also saying she did that while while getting herself off and just like had it sort of like on the bed kind uh, of touching her thigh and then it worked really well yeah that's nice M- maybe my partner like using it on me it's like his favorite new thing yeah and it's it's pretty fun he his face he's like just so he's like what is happening i'm just like <laughs> writhing like the exorcist on the bed and he's just like whoa is that is that okay is that okay whoa yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Are you, have you been possessed oh fuck do i stop the tachi oh. demon coming out mm. um so what's uh what's what's like uh what's the date today we're looking at like october 23rd 23rd 2017 what's getting you wet like what's your what are you super into right now like in general um hmm. um i don't know i've been man not like sexually uninspired but no okay actually yeah i've been like sexually uninspired recently how so like what do you mean i don't 
don't know. Like I for like a while was like trying some different stuff. Maybe I'm just like still burnt out from the summer, quite mm. honestly. And like did have some like a lot of like emotional things happen to me right. pretty recently. Um uh Burning Man was really intense for me and I feel like since then I've been like a little bit of like a lower libido in general. Just mm. like mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit a little bit tired. A little bit tired. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. I mean, right now, like I, I, my I can't libido, even imagine what yeah. my libido is shot. <laughs> like I have next to none. Wow. Yeah. Uh, after, after surgery and stuff, I just like, I'm just never really in the mood, which is super weird because I'm the horniest person yeah. I know, uh, generally. So I kind of hear that. Is there anything that you are doing or that you feel like might, you, you might want to do or or have done in the past when you feel like your libido kind of like takes those lulls yeah i don't know i've been trying to just like i mean not force myself to watch porn but like just like try and sexually inspire myself i feel like once i like get out of the routine of like uh getting off and getting myself off i also like jump back down to like not wanting to as well that's a big deal that's a big one for me too i totally it like affects me mentally too i really like having an orgasm is like my pressure release valve Mm -hmm. and i feel like mentally it's like a reset and Mm -hmm. like i don't know like my form of like electroshock therapy to like okay i'm Mm -hmm. doing good and i can feel myself i'm like almost like this like hanger kind of like sadness but like it's because i haven't come in a while and i'm like oh yeah right do you find it harder to come when you know you haven't in a while um not necessarily okay no yeah, if, like I, if head, I can get head. to the point of like wanting to actually do it, then I I can totally. Mm-hmm. Right. I do not. It, yeah. yeah, I feel like that takes more. Um, that takes a lot of communication too with your partner to be yeah. like, just because my libido is kind of missing or I'm not like really all over you or like asking for it. It uh, it's not personal and like yeah. please don't shy away from because it's like gentle touching or like a massage or whatever that can like get me back in Mm. the mood when my libido is like taking a nosedive same totally yeah yeah i mean yeah just like physical touch and yeah i think it's uh also really important to like remember for myself that like sex doesn't have to be a certain way and like we could just have like you know a quickie or like you know have sex for an hour and like it doesn't need to be like the same each time Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to like meet a certain standard standard for myself you know like oh i'm really busy i gotta like keep doing all this stuff so like Mm -hmm. let's do it really quick yeah 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 did you ever do it did you ever do anything like speaking of being sexually inspired did you ever (laughs) did you ever do anything in your sexual history where afterwards you look back at it and we're like holy fuck (laughs) that was crazy um uh, um Wow, I should have like made a list, I feel, for this. <laughs> um, I feel like on the, I feel like I would actually make people like sad and how much crazy things I have not done with my flexibility, for sure. Right. Um, but there's definitely been like moments of like, you know, like, uh, yeah. I Okay, so with a previous partner, we basically, he was, this was like a long time ago, and he was also a circus artist. And we basically had this of like, okay, like, let's just try all, like, the weirdest possible positions that we can do. And, like, succeeded for a bunch of them. And, like, I'd do, like, a back bridge or something, and he'd try to, like, have sex with me somehow. And, Whoa. like, And, like, you know, a bunch of them were like, oh, wow, we did it. But, like, 
this wasn't really pleasurable. Yeah, it doesn't feel great. <laughs> you know? Uh, so we were trying to like test the whole like flexibility yeah. as to... Those are pretty high-fiveable moments though. Like getting yeah. fucked while you're in bridge. Like, okay, that's... I have a better one though. I'm okay. like, I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you didn't want me to say it, but maybe people won't know it's you. Um, so he had also like a bit of like a hypermobility um, thing. And oh, so he... I, I think I've maybe told you about this. You might He have. can like fold forward really far okay like he can touch his nose to his pubic bone oh Whoa. yeah and this just came from like i don't know being a kid and just like watching his mom do yoga and just trying to like oh, i can do a forward do fold yeah, right. but like doing it yeah improperly just bending his spine and so <laughs> one time we tried it and like it worked it was pleasurable but he fucked me and ate me out at the <gasps> same time. Yes! Oh my god. That's my dream. <laughs> it was like and we did it. It would like last it for like 5 seconds for me able to do that and then he was like, Bleh. "Yeah." But um can't breathe. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh exercise. Anyway, and he that was, was like, "Did you see that? Did you see that?" Definitely yeah. like eight high fives. Yeah. That is so <laughs> crazy. Yeah. You know what? You know what's crazy about that? Is uh, that wait, you and yes. him are probably maybe one of only like oh fucking like ten people in the world in the history of the world that have ever done that? I would guess. Yeah, like that's I yeah that is a rare. I've never even seen like I've seen I've heard of people like trying to suck their own dick and all that kind of right. stuff, but like I saw a video. Of I, someone this doing was it the other this day. was like deep just, throat levels of oh my right. There was someone, someone on, uh, this is fucking crazy, but someone on Tinder. Yeah. Uh, someone who I know, they're not a friend of mine, but they're like a, they're a friend of a friend of mine, like an acquaintance, I guess. So I, I see them around. I, I know who they are. She's on Tinder and she meets this guy and he's like, yo, I want to send you a video. And she's like, all right. Right. And he sends her a video of, I guess this is his way of like trying to pick up. He sends her a video of him sucking his own dick. And okay, yeah, wow. yeah, I didn't work. Um, she, <laughs> she didn't hook up with him. It, that's yeah, yeah, you're talented, you can, you can do it Great. yourself, you don't really need me, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> she, that's yeah. so fucking crazy, though. Whoa, that's, yeah, yeah, I guess when you get two contortionists fucking each other, like, yeah, that's where the wild. Oh, he wasn't happens. even a contortionist either, that was just like his one party trick, like, his he wasn't even thing. really like flexible necessarily in other directions, yeah, just yeah. That's yep. super crazy. Talented motherfucker. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. That blows my mind. Yeah. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? I was just going to ask you the same thing. I haven't done much crazy shit. I, I don't, don't know, man. I, I, feel like, I feel like so vanilla in my sex life. Like, um, I got to say, that was like, you know, top five. Like, I'm not, oh, not, yeah. I'm not doing crazy stuff all over the place. No. Yeah, no. But, well, you know, like, there's the, uh, the outliers. Yeah. You know, those experiences. Even like public sex and all that kind of stuff. Like, I can't get into it i don't know yeah i'm boring mostly uh, secretly I, we, I banged in the like uh at the at, at artsuka that's right that happened at the in your dressing room yeah yeah i was there yeah <laughs> i know uh we and we've done we've had sex in, in public a few times yeah banging on actually having sex on bloor street in an alleyway yeah, that's pretty crazy because that's like the highest like foot traffic place mm. in Toronto. I don't know. It's pretty wild. It felt pretty discreet though. At the same time, yeah. I, I mean, it's so. also Bloor Street. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. People were like, "Well, I saw that last week too." Uh, yeah. No, but it was like across from Holt Renfrew. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. We're talking okay. like the ritziest okay. part of Bloor. 
Uh, yeah, Wicked, which we've talked about a lot of a lot of times already. Yeah. Um, I do. Uh, I was at a lake nearby. Um, within the last year, having sex with uh somebody and um getting it in the butt and outside at the lake. Getting and, it in oh, the wow. butt at yeah. the lake. And oh. someone caught us. Whoa, really? Is it is it the spot Ooh. that I am thinking about right now? Because I, I also know. banged at that spot. Oh, uh, very seek. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to find if you didn't know how to find oh, it. No. Oh no. Okay. No, that's a beach, not a lake. Uh, no, no, it's a lake. No, no, you're you're on a rock. There's leeches in the water. Oh, that's Bigby got a leech so there. Sexy. It's there. Yeah. That's I fucked I fucked Becca there too. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone guys. came up over the rock while you guys were banging. Uh, someone came down the path. Oh no. Yeah. Oh wow, okay. that's embarrassing. It's fine. It's fine. It's over. It's not happening anymore. It's still great. <laughs> yeah. It's still a great experience. But isn't that the whole point of like sex in public? Like you might get caught. Yeah. You got to kind of almost get thing. caught once or else it starts losing yeah. its. Yeah. Then That's you're right. like, oh, it's never going to happen. I'm never yeah. going to get caught. That's why it's generally, it's always, it always ends up being a quick, like I yeah. actually, when we, when we were doing it, I, it was the craziest thing. Um, I generally, I generally like, if I'm having pretty like regular sex, like mm-hmm. my, Dude, I could I could fuck for like two hours straight. Yeah. Um. And it, when we started having sex outside, it was like I could not not come. It was like I immediately reverted to to uh, <laughs> premature ejaculation. Like it was like as soon as I went in, I was like, oh, I'm gonna come. I think. And I think it was my body going like, someone's coming, so you might as well come right now. Like, <laughs> oh my god, fight or flight. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was like, like panic, Whoa! panic, panic. Get the come out. Get the come out. <laughs> Yeah. Or not, or whatever. That's so funny. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I've definitely had, like, sex outdoors, but that's not... What about the worst uh, sexual experience you ever had? Oh, like... And please don't say it was me. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I was going to... I was wondering if that was going to come up. <laughs> I was like, other than Becca, have we had any other guests that, <gasps> that you've been intimate with? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think. Am I the first? You're the first. I was like, wow. Yeah, you might be. Yeah. Oh, my heart. Yeah. Um, Full disclosure, Kate and I hooked up once. Woo. No, that wasn't terrible. Um, Great. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I did laugh really hard, though, the first time we were sexual together. You did? I remember that. Yeah, I remember. I remember. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't prepared for no cum. Oh yeah! Oh my god, I forgot about that. Oh my god, can we talk about that? Yes. Did I talk about that on the podcast yet? I've, I think you mentioned it in an episode like really early in passing, and I was I like, "Was have. that me? It was you is he for talking sure. about me?" Okay, can I, can I tell the story? Yeah. Okay, this is fucking actually super funny. So like, I don't have a lot of cum in general because of the CF. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't produce semen or sorry, sperm. So like, I think my cum is basically like the lubricant that. <laughs> that that brings the sperm out right which is like a lot of like prostate juice i don't know if there's yeah. anybody listening who knows why Shana, dr cf Shana. patients don't yeah, come I think much that's like what the female cum is, is. Ah. With, like, mixed with pee i think it's just like yeah a, i think know, so mine's like i guess that jizz. without yeah. the pee yeah. so like my cum is is i do have some but like if i say i jerked off this morning came right and then had sex tonight and came if if that happened tonight when i come it's like literally two, three drops of like mm. clear liquid. 
yeah. that looks like like coconut water. Mm-hmm. So so Kate and I were having <laughs> some time, and you. You were uh, you you were giving me a hand job, yeah, and you were like, "I'm doing this to completion. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make Jeremy come." And I'm like, "Sweet, this is going really well. This feels great. I can't wait to come." And so I give you the heads up, and I'm like, "I'm gonna come," and you're like, "Do it," <laughs> or whatever. And then I come, and I'm like, you know, I'm orgasming, so I'm like making orgasm sounds like anyone would. I'm going like, oh. oh. And you but it's also like first time with a new partner too. Like some people come really differently oh, or yeah. like louder, quieter, yeah. or whatever. And I, I don't think I was like keeping it in. I was like, yeah. I'm coming. Here we go. Yeah. And and you were like, <laughs> in my memory, it's probably not as it is in my memory, but in my memory, you were like ferociously jerking me off. <laughs> and then like the yeah. ferocious jerk off slowed down <laughs> and you're looking around the room and you just go... Where's the cum? <laughs> and I started laughing so fucking hard. I I got a a because yeah, I, was I don't so have much confused. cum. I didn't even think about it. I was like, what did you what? I got to tell you the image I oh, have fuck, of this is, so is, is is I what I picture is my cat when we turn off the laser pointer. It was exactly and it's just like, like that. Where is it? Where the it was exactly fuck is like it? that. Yeah. And there's also a podcast that I listen to called Your Mom's House, and there's a whole sound clip that 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 they play all the time, and it's this guy, and he's like, uh, "Where's the cum? Where's the cum?" And he always says that, and so you said, "Where's the cum?" And I fucking, <laughs> I almost threw up. Like I started laughing so hard. I was totally forgot good. about that. Oh man, that, that was like a five minute recovery period of just like. <laughs> But also he couldn't talk and like tell me there was no cum for a little bit too. So he was just like kind of laughing that I'm I was ta- yeah. like, like, on me. Yeah. Like, what did I yeah, do? Yeah, it's on my face somewhere. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Holy shit. Uh, okay, so but back to the question that that stemmed that brought all this up. Uh, the worst sexual experience. Oh man, probably just like three pump jump. Like yeah, I right. think we've all been there. Right. Both. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know what's funny? I thought about this the other day. Like. I have been out and about flirting with someone like, you know, kind of into it, trying to get the to the kiss moment, see if whatever. And, and I've gotten <coughs> to that moment and just been like so turned off by the way they kiss that I'm Yo. out. Yeah. And then I remembered the other day randomly that there was a guy that I really liked so much and we slept together like twice and the first one I was time this happened a couple of times I liked him so much and the first time we had sex I was like but I was still very early on in my right. sexual experience so I didn't know until now really that that the reason that it never went anywhere is because it just couldn't sec there was no compatibility but yeah I think mm. there's also a difference between people not being sexually experienced which like I'm willing to guide somebody if I see like a a light at the end of the tunnel if they're yeah. like mm. willing to learn there's something fun about that yeah, yeah yeah and i mean yeah maybe it's not like super fun at the beginning but like yeah you can like lead them through it but if people actually like, don't care to try mm-hmm. then you're like oh mm. you just don't even want to learn yeah mm-hmm. you just That's think you're fun. the greatest thing ever which is ridiculous because mm. i don't know i think it's like sex should always be like a fun experience and not just like getting to the end like getting mm-hmm. to the orgasm What's that quote you always used to say, Bridie, that sex is about the... It's not a thing you do, it's a place you go? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I thought that's really of that, nice. Yeah, that's, that's Esther, Perel. Esther Perel. But um, I thought about that earlier, too, when you were saying um, it's like the orgasm is like your stress release or your reset yeah. button. Lately, I've been finding like 
the only time my mind is like peaceful Mm -hmm. is during sex because I'm like not on this planet anymore. Mm. Uh, Well, this was fun. Yeah. This was really fun. Is there anything that we didn't dive into that you were hoping we'd touch on? Um, No, no. Anything at all? Yeah. I don't think so. There was something I was going to bring up, but I think I'm going to pass on it. Yeah? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. We can cut it out if you bring it up and you don't feel like you're you're into it. Okay. Well, okay. Maybe. Let's do it. Bring it up. So... Um, I guess there's been like a lot of talk on like my news feed recently about like, um, I guess it happened a couple of times, but like sex workers and like sex worker shaming and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think it's, I don't know, I think it's really important to like know that like anybody could be a sex worker. Maybe they're not telling other people about it. I've been yeah. a sex worker before. And like, so I've, I've actually told this to like probably five people oh wow but i used to do i guess it would be classified as like softcore porn okay um with like room for more if i wanted to but i was like uh, no i teach kids like cam right. stuff or or <clears throat> okay so more it's, it's actually pretty funny and like or not funny for you people that had the fetish but i always giggled about it it was basically um, wrestling other girls in bikinis. Right. Oh, yeah. So they would like okay. these, there was like a whole website set up. It's totally doesn't even like exist anymore. Um, I don't even know if you could find it. Um, but like people would basically pay money. They would send in a script of like what they wanted to see and what they wanted us to do. And we'd like act out the script. That's awesome. No way. And so I'd have like this like fake name and pigtails and be like, it's like setting like a sorority or something. I'm mm-hmm. like, you stole my shirt. And then he actually taught us like wrestling moves too. Whoa. So we do like locks. And I do like lifts and like throw people and like. This is the fucking but it was, like, sickest thing I've ever basically, heard Basically like 35 minute. Okay. 35 minutes of content too. So we yeah, filmed for like lot. three hours yeah, yeah. That's a lot. each time. And it was like, it was a workout. Yeah. <laughs> it was a yeah, really no big shit. workout. Was the pay good? Um, Yeah. The pay was pretty good. Like, I mean, it was. I knew it was gonna be on the internet. I knew like once it flew, like it's it's gone. Um, so like I, I expect that. And I also kind of like knew in the back of my mind that if somebody found this, that like I might get exposed. But also like you you carved out a life for yourself where it's yeah, not really that it's, big of a deal, kind of thing. I don't know. I'm a circus performer, and yeah. like as much as I do like care about my my professional image it's like it's my life and that's what i want it to be and i also don't and you've think done a bunch of like nude modeling before think... and stuff too right like, oh yeah and yeah. that that all came after too this was like <laughs> oh eight years ago oh wow wow yeah. okay this is or seven yeah yeah so yeah and i actually i did a <laughs> one of your previous guests which i won't mention uh we did a 40 minute slap video so i had to spank her for 40 minutes of content oh i know who that is yes yeah yeah yeah. so like we're getting like we got like 20 minutes of content we've been doing this for like two hours and i'm like i don't know what to do anymore like i'm bending her over like slapping like put her over my shoulder slap her like drag her across the floor and was her ass just like raw and i mean like it's almost like stage slapping too so yeah definitely by the end she wasn't feeling great but like you run out of stuff to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Variations on spanking. Yeah. And you can never say like, no, stop or anything like that. Because then it's non-consensual and we have to cut right. it out. Right. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that hurts a lot. Yeah, right. Still hurts. Ooh. Yeah. Still, yep. Still hurting hurt. my fanny. Yeah, really, really <laughs> grasping for like how to make it yeah. more interesting. So, um, so you, you've funny. been seeing a lot of like... Uh, 
like uh, sex worker shaming on online stuff like that? Is that what you were? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, I feel like it's still prevalent with like a lot of people that just like, oh, my God, like sex work isn't work. Like strippers mm. shouldn't have to do that. And like porn stars or whatever, whatever. Like it's. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's 2017. But like everybody watches porn. Mm hmm. They think yep. porn stars are garbage, which yeah. I think is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's Y'all as black champs. and white as people think it is. Yeah. There is a there is a very, very gray area. Yeah, and that... also, yeah, like, exactly, like, camming and all that kind of stuff is still sex work. Like, this was, like, I'm not even, like, literally getting naked necessarily, yeah. but it's still, you know, um, somebody has a fetish, and I'm trying to fulfill their need to do that. Yeah. And also to do that without actually having, like, underage girls... Yeah. Be. Yeah. Well, I mean, even like escort work. I mean, we've like uh, through both this podcast and Sick Boy, Mm -hmm. we have met and I have met a number of people who have been full on escorts, like full on prostitutes. Yeah. Yeah. And you would never know. Oh, man. And actually in like... To some of those people, mm-hmm. their their like testimony of of what that experience was like yeah. is very far from what most people assume that lifestyle would be. Yeah, no, I, I know, like, I, yeah, I know quite a few people that have done or still do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I, people just have this like very certain image of like what they see in movies mm-hmm. and like not that like bad things don't happen and people don't get abused but no absolutely but but again that's the thing is it's not as black and white but like also like normalizing that and like you know talking about it more is going to make the whole industry safer and being mm-hmm. able to talk about what workplace hazards right. are without people jumping to conclusions yes. about what those hazards are mm-hmm. and like what you know might uh compel someone to be in that industry mm-hmm. versus what we assume compels people to be in that industry right like sure it pays the pay is good compared mm-hmm. to like what uh, other jobs there are and um the work is quote unquote like easy compared to what some mm-hmm. physical jobs are mm-hmm. um but the I think from what I've seen, a lot of the people who are drawn particularly to escorting, um, there's like obviously a big physical risk there. Yeah. But they tend to be, from what I've seen, some of the most compassionate and open minded and the the service that they're providing Half is it's just being a therapist. Yeah. Like, yeah, yes. like a, yeah. Yeah. And Completely. that's what I've heard too. It's just like you're you you really are there just to listen and, and talk. reassurance and guidance yeah. too, yeah. and yeah. um and and you know there's there are safe places to work yeah yeah and safe ways to work and if you're drawn to it and if you're driven towards it um from something that you're like trying to escape whether it's like or feed or fuel which is like you know people have these images of like addicts and Mm -hmm. you know people trying to get by and in a desperate situation yeah and from what i've what i've seen and the people that i've talked to i know that side exists but also i know that there's a lot of people just choosing the work because Uh, it suits their lifestyle and their preferences yeah that's the thing that and that i've learned through this process of like sitting down and talking with people in here and then when the mics stop hearing Mm -hmm. certain things that come out is like no matter what your 
preconceived notions of escorting or sex workers are, I can almost guarantee you that the majority, maybe not the majority, but there is a, there's a high number, yeah. there, there's a high chance that you have known someone in your life who has done some sort of sex work yeah. and you would be f- fucking shocked to realize that they, yeah. they have, right? I- like... I like to say too that my perspective and when I say that I know people and I've referred to people, I I have only known um like uh female uh right. like cisgendered female mm-hmm. sex right. workers. Yeah, right. I I haven't known I Same. haven't known any like trans workers, I haven't known any male Same. workers or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. So And yeah, and, and maybe that becomes a very different very I'm sure different territory. Yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm speaking. For, yeah, yeah. For more than, but I think it's a yeah. good point to bring up. I think it is something that is important to like understand and realize that like not all sex workers are are like yeah are are sh- like struggling crack whores who are yeah. you know who are like like you know barely surviving to take care of their baby that is also like suffering from like addiction. You know, what I mean, it's like that yeah. it, you're. You're painting a picture that you saw and in a movie like, Yeah, once. literally some people, like, I don't know, they strip because, I don't know, they have, like, kids at home, and then they can, like, be with their kids all day long, not have to have a babysitter, and then when they're asleep, then they go, yeah. you know, make also, money. And, like... I think it's also should be said that pole dancing might become an Olympic sport, so... Oh, fuck, I've got so many thoughts on that. Let's <laughs> yeah. not even... Yeah, I uh, bet. I God. bet. Um, I'm glad you vertical that gymnastics. <laughs> anyway, oh, well, that's a whole other. It's a whole other thing. A whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because I haven't seen that, and usually I feel like all of our Facebook feeds look the same, but yeah. I, I haven't seen. Te- yeah, I haven't seen tell of that. So. Well, yeah. thanks, Kate. Yeah, thanks for thanks coming for in, me. shooting the show. It was really fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Feels good to be back in the in the seat, right? Back in the saddle. Back in the saddle. We're doing it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we we apologize for missing out on a couple episodes there when Hopefully I was. Hopefully, you was enjoyed sick. that super weird episode we released when Jeremy was high on morphine. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, I don't even remember recording that. Yeah, it's so said crazy. Some things. I don't know. I said some shit. Eh? I should go back and listen to that. Yeah. You haven't heard it yet. No, I I don't oh, even remember okay. recording it. Yeah, I probably said some shit. I don't think it was. Super uh, it wasn't that bad. Okay, good. Um, but uh, we love each and every one of you thank you so much for your support uh and what would help us greatly would be if you went over to itunes and hit the subscribe button uh leave a rating and review while you're there and uh tell someone that you know and love to also go subscribe to our podcast um and we're on social media facebook instagram twitter hit us up we're always down to send us an email. We love him. Yeah, send us an email. If you want to, if you want to send us an email, you can do that at termionpodcast at gmail dot com. And uh, we're always looking for guests. Mm-hmm. We love sitting down and just talking about your sexual life. You don't have to be a kinkster. You don't have to be some sort of uh, uh, contortionist freak. You know what I think a lot I, about, <laughs> like <Freak>. Kate. <laughs> I think a lot about uh, the the guys we fucked girls interviewing uh, stand up comedians like Mike Birbiglia. Mike Birbiglia, and he's Fuck. so he's, timid and shy. He's about the his, least he sexual did, person yeah. on the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't even you know, like he doesn't. I don't think so he could say the word penis no, without like losing so his shit. But that's you know you can be you can be shy and timid. And we can, we're, 
would just shoot the shit. That'd be yeah. great. Normalize yeah. sex. Yeah. Right. Everyone has it. Oh, or, or some people don't. That's some okay people too. Don't. And that's yep. great too. Come and talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is it for this week. Until next week. Go fuck yourself. flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.